Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Respect Project podcast, and today it's going to be a very special kind of an episode. This is Wednesday. This is episode 19. Going to be very exciting content today. A very special topic, a theme many men struggle with. If you're a female listening to this, I'm going to warn you: this is not specifically designed for you, but you can take some insight from it as well. But before we're going to get into the show. Let me give you a runaround on what this podcast is about when you're listening for the first time. This podcast basically a man's movement for masculinity, pro-masculinity, also femininity to a degree. We're talking about self-development, combo of solo shows. We're going to have upcoming interviews with really cool trainers, high-performance guys, business people, entrepreneurs, and also people that want men to do better and successful. And obviously, there's also going to be some element of femininity in this podcast. But let's dive into the show. Let's get the excitement going. Thanks for tuning in. See ya. So, gents, here we go again. Wednesday, the podcast is back on. God, feel like excited today. So, this episode, we're going to be honest, is going to be somewhat personal. But I guess it's like that with any other podcast episode we put out here. And also, it's going to be a very uh, tough episode today. So I encourage you, if you had a shitty day today, don't listen to this episode. It's not going to do you any well because we're going to dive deep into your personality. This is um, what I would call a human behavioral experiment, this podcast. But also, uh, this specific topic we're going to talk about. And you can, you can probably assume from what it's about. We're going to talk about rejection today, specifically how it affects men differently than women and how we deal with rejection, how we overcome it. Does it have something to do with disrespect when somebody says, you know, I don't want you. I don't like you. I don't want to be around you. I don't want to spend time with you. You're not my cup of tea on a surface level, whatever. Does it mean that, yeah, it's a form of disrespect or you need to work on so yourself, whatever, you know, there are others out there and that kind of bullshit. We're going to un- un- unpack all these things because the reason for this episode today is and Wednesday is kind of a, a week break more so because I'd like, I'm very productive on Wednesday. I love Wednesdays. Wednesdays are a symbol of, of recreation and you get so many insights from it and today you know, you're going through social media, you're going through Instagram, you're going through LinkedIn, you're talking to people, you kind of tackle this topic, you know, you're in midst of, of sales week and you're kind of figuring it out and kind of seeing, okay, you have been rejected this far a few times. The average man has already been rejected a couple times, Monday, Tuesday with Wednesday going on. And uh, it's interesting how different people deal with it. And I read so much about it and saw that it's a kind of a theme. So I just wanted to give my take on that because I believe the opinion of a 26 year old guy uh, working his way in business, you know, has been through some shit is probably also valuable in extension to um, that of a established business person who is already there where we all want to be there. If, if, if you catch my drift, obviously, uh, it's very interesting. You know, what's the, what's the different mindset towards rejection from a guy who's to some degree facing that? I'm not saying that I'm like a, a wimpy coward, like, oh, my God, how disrespected I am and how rejected I am. I'm not saying that stuff. But I have dealt with it and I still deal with it like every other man, okay? 
And I just uh, think it's an interesting perspective change. Because people who are in a position of abundance, true abundance of financial resources, attention from females or luxury items, you know, success, a certain type of status, you know, they have a different perspective on rejection to a degree than somebody who's maybe in the starting phase and somebody who's in the working phase, you know, and then it really depends on what kind of rejection are we talking about. When typically the stereotype is only, you know, in the dating marketplace, that's where you hear rejection, where it seems to matter the most. And for a very legitimate reason, not many people are actually in a business operative field where they have to also face customers, where they also have to, you know, deal with clients, vendors, investors, um, feedback from employees. And, and that's also some level of rejection. There's so many, and even day to day. But for most men, the reality is rejection, mostly from women, okay, workplace, somebody doesn't accept you, you're fine with it. Most men don't give a shit. Un unless you need to work on yourself, you might care. But most men out there, if they get rejected in a workplace, if somebody overlooks them, you know, it's not going to hurt as much as a female does, surprisingly. I mean, that's the world we live in now, okay? So you can see I, I have a, a, a bit of a bit of a, a ambivalence to this topic because I kind of think it's insane how much people worry about it. And uh, I used to worry about it. I, I, I admit to that fact. But we're going to dive into those topics from a male-centric point of view. And if you're female listening to this, you can also get some interesting insights from this from a male's perspective, but also how you handle rejection because it's actually very interesting. Females also get rejected and how they respond to that. So let's dive into this episode. Very excited. All right, so let's get into this. Now, rejection is a very interesting concept. The concept is basically that you go out there, you put yourself out there. Ideally, if you've worked on yourself and you approach someone in any kind of setting, and the person rejects you. She rejects you. It's kind of a message, okay? I don't want to do business with you. I don't like you. I just don't feel the vibe. Whatever. Does it mean that the person does not respect you? Does it mean that the person massively disrespects you? I would agree to the first one, not the latter. What do I mean by this? On a surface level... Obviously, they don't respect you because something happens, some kind of an incident, some kind of an occurrence where they made a judgment call and said, you know what, I'm not giving, giving the time of the day. It, that's over. Game over for me. I just don't feel the vibe, something like that. You feel it a lot in the dating with engaging women. There's just always some kind of a vibe there. And if it's not, then you'll get rejected. Simple as that. And with men, as they get rejected... The first instinct is always to kind of say, and I don't care who says something different, but the first instinct is always kind of to look after. You're going to rationalize either if you're an idiot, if you're decently smart, you're going to ask yourself, what did I do wrong? Self-improvement. And if you're very intelligent and you've been out there, you know the game, you play the game, you're going to say, okay, I respect that. I get it. Obviously, she didn't like me for that kind of thing. I get it. I'm not, you know, I, I'm not trying to be likable by everybody. You know, it's just part of life. I'm still kind of curious what it was, but it is what it is. I'm not going to worry too much about it. 
these are those three uh, different mindsets that we have out there. And uh, I think that every single man goes through these phases equally. Some are stuck in the same phase for years, maybe for a lifetime. And uh, rejection is a very hard thing to overcome. It's a very masculine rite of passage almost to overcome this and to say, you know what? I'm a man. I know my values. I know what I contribute to the table. She doesn't see my value. They don't see my value. It's fine. It sucks. I'm not going to let it happen too often because obviously I need to work on myself. I need to improve. That's the man, man, masculine imperative. And uh, that's just a way of life, in a sense. A female point of view would be more dramatic. Oftentimes, when females feel themselves rejected, meaning they get less attention, or some guy doesn't, you know, in that sense, the guy doesn't give him any attention or less, or something happened, typically because she may have really done something, or it may just been... I mean, he may just be in a phase of abundance where he doesn't care or something else happened, different priorities, you know. I mean, typically, females feel more uh, rejection from high-value men and then they wonder why they didn't get the, the attention because he just has other women to deal with or because he has different priorities and fitness and he's just not really that much into it. You're not going to win the attention game with this guy. That's a very uncomfortable reality for most females when they engage in such activities, when they met the man that, you know, makes a six-figure, seven-figure income or is physically fit or has a lot of um, opportunities, objectively speaking. He's not going to put too much value on one thing, and that's just it. And then what is the response? The response is not to say, how can I develop or self-improvement? It's more, what did I do wrong? what happened it's going to be a very insecure type of a talk they have with themselves that's just the unfortunate reaction and uh it's it's typically like what can i do to get more attention and it's going to be like a, a questionnaire and there's not going to be an answer to that it's it's going to be a pursuit of unhappiness more or less and and uh you, you know i find it very interesting how men and women are different in that sense because when a man gets rejected he might it might be hard for him but he's going to accept the result and he's going to move on even if it takes some time but he's going to move on and he's going to say you know what that's the end females don't really operate that way females don't see that as an end they kind of see it as a question mark and and i think it's a really interesting and dynamic how it's different. Uh, they almost have an issue with admitting defeat because that's what it essentially is. You're being rejected because there's something that happened. And oftentimes men are more capable to identifying said issue instead of females are with themselves because it takes a lot of self-reflection, introspective to understand that. And um, this, this, this level of intelligence is actually called interpersonal intelligence, where you can kind of get into yourself and associate people's behaviors with certain actions. And then you'll see, okay, I kind of get it now. 
she's a fit model, she's fit or she looks for that type of guy. I'm not in that prerogative. It makes sense. You can kind of admit, hey man, I'm in this league. Um, men are very honest with themselves when they are alone by themselves or with trustworthy individuals. They say, I, I'm not a good looking. I'm probably a five or maybe a six at most. Women kind of lack that objective analysis and will not really see that. So they oftentimes make these judgment calls that are completely absurd and wrong. And... Um, that's just the basic of, of rejection in itself. And uh, we're not, I mean, it's, you know, when you ask yourself the question, why did he and why did she and whatever, you shouldn't really contemplate that issue too much. It's, this, this, these, these are my thoughts here. Whenever someone is obsessing over some other human people's person's opinion, whether it's a man or a woman or, or, or an organization, it doesn't matter. Some of that uh, worry is justified. Like when you officially did something very stupid, like shooting a porn movie or, or, or um, you know, harassing people at the workplace, you got fired or, you know, you, you did some nasty, heinous shit that leaked out. And then that's why the employer decided, oh, we're not going to go with this guy because we saw, found these party pictures or whatever. Or was something happened that you did something wrong, factually incorrect. Or, I mean, then you obviously should worry about that. You know, did they find out? <laughs> That's a very interesting question, right? But other than that fact is, you're in the clear. And this person doesn't know you, you don't know this person too much and you got rejected, you're fine. You're in the clear, you're good to go. And you should just knock it off. Now, let's get into the topic of what you can do to overcome rejection as a man and uh, for whom it's easier. Now, I have a theory about this. Now, it's been said that most men in the 10, 20% bracket, you know, or these men who are legitimate or, you know, kind of, kind of uh, high value men, it's been said, uh, they have the most sexual activity. Now, I'm asking myself that question now, what plays into that now obviously aside from the fact that probably good looking if they're not good looking money established they know the game communication skills play a huge part in that creating that flow where for women it creates a dramatic effect it creates you can talk about anything and it's it's sexual in a way and you feel a vibe and that's it and you kind of you kind of don't know how to explain it but it's just there i mean that's that's just that's just how it makes her feel I get it. Okay, that's part of it in, in the abundance to that because there's a certain mindset or certain mentality. But there's also um, a really big aspect of why I believe it's easier for those type of men, why it's easier for you if you're considered a high value man or if you're working or having the mindset of a high value man is you don't run alone. Most, it's very rare that you find someone who is in a high, in a position of high value that he runs alone. He typically has a pack of wolves around him of other high valuable people and that affirm his status and also give him strength. And uh, when a man has a brotherhood behind him, people, folks, he trusts, he doesn't do it on his own, also masculine imperative. He runs in a pack. It's easier for such a man to overcome challenges. If you have people, if you have a supporting cast behind you, it's easier and it's much simpler 
to go through um, all kinds of crisis. If you have a team, if you have assets to support your, your status, yourself, your confidence, your, your, your security in a matter of speaking. And I've seen it all too often that most men who struggle with this very issue of rejection don't really have an issue of rejection. It's more an issue of they don't have the right people around them. And it's also the same with women. When women have toxic friends or bad influences, they typically have the most problems with rejections themselves. Because if they had a productive environment, if they had good people around them, good men, good women, then this wouldn't happen. They would just say, man, bro, just, uh, wipe it off, man. It is what it is. It happened, man. Let's go out. I'll introduce, you to, I'll introduce you to another set of nice girls. They'll probably like you. Don't worry about it. Same could be said on the female point of view. Ah, don't worry about it. You know, nothing's wrong with you. This is what it is. I mean, he kind of looked like a walking red flag. You should probably be thankful for it. Don't worry about it too much. Say, yeah, yeah, but, but, but I have to think about it and whatever. No, no, no. Don't. And, and there's going to be positive imprint on you. For people that have no one, have no productive friends, and you could have a lot of friends, but if they're not productive, it will have an impact on you. And that's kind of the balance, the nuance to rejection, why I believe it's a lot easier for men in high positions to increase that that, that those results of maybe uh sexual activities or finding mates and finding opportunities because you're in a network of yet established people and there's going to be a support there's going to be credence to it there's going to be a certain kind of status and a certain kind of merit that runs with that when you're not in that position you don't have that so what do you do when you're in a position when you don't have those kind of good friends and you don't have those, 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 you don't have the same starting ground. And I've tackled this issue and I've talked about it. And, and, and to me, it comes down to the fact that um, there are certain things that someone can do is first you have to increase the respect you have for yourself. That's a basic prerogative for every man, for every young boy. Meaning start with fitness, start hitting the gym, start doing some martial arts, some combat. The more of a dangerous man you become, intellectually as well, the more of a threat you are. The more of a threat you are, the more of an energy you will put off. People will start getting out of your way or start being more polite to you. I've done this exercise and this is actually a rude and, and, and I mean, I have to laugh about it now, but when I started out getting more confidence in and... Uh, it doing these things it's a very mean exercise people will say it's so sick and it absolutely is i started to say you know what i wonder if people get out of my way if i just walk straight into masses i don't give a shit i'm not gonna pass i'm not gonna be polite i'm just gonna walk right through no matter who shows up and it was an interesting exercise to gain respect for myself and i did it and then on occasion you would bump into people and it would either bring up a conversation or you would just look very mean like John Wick and say, I'm going about to kill you. And it was interesting how people were scared because when you're focused, when you're doing something, you have this intimidation factor. And such men 
also experience less rejection because of the fear aspect and fear is another word for respect. Now, it's a very interesting exercise and that recommends that you work out and you put some uh, good food in your belly, you, you, you are in good condition, you don't, uh, um, you're not in, in negative company and you're, you're being productive. Now, when you're dealing with rejection face to face, you can avoid that situation in a sales environment, you can avoid that situation in a business environment if you're into that niche and if you're just for personal reasons, you're out there finding a mate, trying to do this, trying to win this game. You say, yeah, man, I want to find a girlfriend, whatever, you know, that's the wrong narrative. But aside from that, let's say you're over that and you're in the hunt and you still, yeah, it still bothers me to a degree. And you kind of say, you know what, I have some good friends or, you know, I kind of can't deal with it. How do you still deal with it? How do you start it off? Now, this question is, is very interesting because to me, every single time I encountered a situation where the possibility was there to be rejected, I thought of it as um, a game almost. Because everything in life is about human behavioral issues. And I kind of wondered, I kind of had some fun with it because I, my main target was not to, uh, you know, you know, get a phone number or anything like that, or even some kind of a interest. It was more to see how people responded and reacted and maybe make fun of that situation. And it was kind of interesting and it put a smile on my face, even if someone would have said some very nasty and mean things about it. I didn't go in with the intention to achieve something. I got in with the intention to gain a reaction and to see if I feel a positive, productive vibe. And if this wasn't there, why would I continue my pitch? If I had a bad feeling about a person, about a business, about any kind of thing where I'm saying, this is a possible red flag. Why would I continue? Does it make any sense? And someone will say, you know, you got to give everybody a chance. We're talking about rejection. You're the one who's been rejected, possibly. So I would say rejection matters to those people the most who put a lot of value on the outcome. It doesn't mean a goddamn thing if you don't give a shit. And how you not give a shit is by not approaching it from a point of view that you have to prove yourself or you have to achieve something, you just want to gain a reaction and you just want to gain a little bit better every single day, a little bit better, and just kind of play around with it and understand human behavior. Because the more you understand human behavior, you can go into a situation, into a sales room, into a presentation, in front of strange people you've never met and kind of size them up. And that's how you build that skill set of saying, you know what? I look at this, she's carried those shoes, she went out with these friends, that's the adequate situation, they don't look too busy, let me take a jab at this, I mean, I see what she, what, what they've talked about, what I've overheard, let me jump in right here, let me say this and this. You're going to get some practice in, but you can only build that repertoire on skill sets, on communication, on observance, if you put yourself into those situations, and just the first step is to get reactions. Just the first step is to understand human behavior and how they, um, how they really respond. Because most people are very similar. 
you know, in, and most people are actually very boring. If you want to be, if I'm going to be completely honest and I don't care, you could say, but I've been to Brazil or whatever, or Argentina, or I'm some sort of special. No, people that tell children that they're special or whatever, or that being a human being is special, they're lying. Not everybody gets to be special. Not everybody is special. Most people aren't special. Most people are living average, mediocre lives. Even very beautiful women aren't that special because there's a lot of beautiful women out there. Even established businesses aren't that special. I mean, you got to give credence to the business owner and you know, there's their struggles and their stories. But on a surface level, uh, you know, they're not that special. You should treat rejection very superficially. The same way someone rejects you, it's not based because they know you or because most times, you know, if, if, if this is such a situation, it's not going to be because they know you in detail and know everything about your life. And that's why there is bam, bam, because odds are if someone knows you a lot better and knows who you are and assuming you're a good person, why wouldn't they be with you? Why wouldn't they give you a chance? What's the issue here? See, that's that's the that's the that's the that's the narrative and the and the perspective you have to develop. So, with that being said, I think rejection in itself is um, not necessarily a form of disrespect. It is a slight preview of what their first impression is. But that can vary and it can be different based on your experience level. Because somebody who's never talked to people and who's just very socially awkward will be rejected most of the time. It takes a very intelligent individual. It takes a very good judge of human character to give this person a chance when he has to offer potential. That's why... Um, you see, um, people, coaches, trainers, um, um, even military people, police officers, certain types of positions that have, uh, that reputation to work with a lot of people, even therapists to be more open to all kinds of individuals. You, you'll talk to them and there's going to be a different understanding because they've seen different situations millions of times and uh, they will be more able to make that decision. But the average human being is not a psychologist, does not know what you're going through and that's therefore you have to work on yourself as a man. So thank you for tuning in. This was the Respect Project podcast episode on Wednesday, episode 19. I think it was a really great show today. A very interesting deep dive topic, very intellectually, and um, hope you got some value out of it. Let me know in the comments, and uh, you can do so by giving this podcast rating. Five-star rating would be preferred, but you can be honest, either way. This is going to be a great show from now on, and uh, I'm so excited to talk to you and uh, show you some new stuff as we go on with this podcast. So... That being said, have a killer week. See you on the next show.